hairstylist, when does it end? When will you actually start to put yourself first so you can make more money, keep more money, and do it without feeling guilty? I'll tell you when. Right mother effing now. Welcome to the Make That Money Podcast with Nina Tulio, where we talk all things pricing, all things profit, and how to build your business with confidence. Welcome, my friends, to the first episode of the Make That Money podcast. I am so freaking excited. I cannot wait to dive in with you and talk all things pricing, all things profit, and get you feeling really, really confident about the way that you're running your business. So I'm glad you're here. These episodes are going to be quick bangers, so 15 minutes or less. So I'm not even going to waste any time. I'm going to just get into our topic today. And this is actually going to be a two-part episode. So, And they're already loaded up. So I wanted to make sure that I launched with four episodes so that you can binge them. And today, listen, we cannot start talking about money, talking about finance, talking about profits until we cover the foundation. And the foundation is what your relationship with money looks like. And so today on part one, I really want to dive into and talk about how your relationship with money impacts your business. And, you know, some of the reasons why it impacts our business. And uh, I speak from experience. If you follow me and you know my story, Um, you know, I come from a family, we grew up with nothing and, you know, just watching my mom and dad struggle and see what they went through in terms of, um, their finances and then not being taught on how to handle finances. I carried a lot of that with me into my adult life and then carried it with me into my business. And so, I want to go through four or five um, ways on how this impacts you. And I really want you to kind of sit in this and think about it because here's the deal, guys. I can teach you price per minute, price per hour. I can show you how to roll out a price increase. I can show you what your cost of product is per service. I can do all of these things with you. But if you don't feel confident within yourself, if you don't believe in your value and you don't feel strong and solid in that foundation and that conversation in the relationship with your, you know, your money or your money story, it kind of all falls to the wayside. And that's why I wanted to start this first episode with this. This is like a big impact, you know, and a lot of people avoid and I avoided for years. I just showed up at work, did my thing. And I thought if I did all of the things and put all of the time and all of my efforts and energy into growing my business, that everything would work out well. And, and, and the hard work is a component of that. But the more I avoided my finances, the bigger of a pain in the ass they became. And the more I avoided the struggles within my business, the bigger they became. So it was only until I started to really dive into what my relationship with money looked like, how it was impacting my life daily, and also impacting my business, and then recreating and rewriting my own money story, which is what we're going to talk about in part two. So let's get down to business and let's talk about how and why it impacts your business. So 99% of the decisions that you make have to do with money. 
they, you know, the money, money impacts our relationships, our business relationships. It impacts our personal relationships. It impacts our career and businesses. It impacts 99% of the decisions that we make. And so again, if we're not solid on that, we can go down a path that is led with a scarcity mindset. And the scarcity mindset when it comes to money is I don't have enough. I'll never have enough. I maybe have a toxic relationship with money. I don't feel good about money. Money gives me a negative feeling. Um, you know, I, I don't believe that I deserve money. I don't believe that my business deserves to make money or a profit. You know, these are just, I'm just riffing off the top here in, in, in the ways of that scarcity mindset. It just means that it is working from a very fearful space when it comes to money. And, you know, the goal here, and hopefully by episode two, by the end of that, you're, you're going to maybe start to shift into more of the abundant mindset, which is rewriting your money story and understanding that you, no matter where you came from and what you learned, because these are all learned habits and behaviors, you know, in how we grew up, that you don't have to stay there. You don't have to keep repeating history. You have the opportunity and the tools to actually change your your future relationship with money so then you can start to work in that abundant mindset. Now, this takes time. It takes work. It takes energy. It takes um, consistency. You know, that's my favorite C word, right? And so don't become frustrated with yourself if you feel like you take two steps forward and, and one step back. That's okay. I've worked on this for years years. And still, I'm still working on, you know, some of those tendencies coming back of being in that scarcity mindset. And we're all a work in progress. So I want to share a couple of the ways that this impacts you and how you're showing up behind the chair for your clients, how you are maybe limiting yourself and maybe capping your income, um, limiting yourself in terms of how much money you can make and keep. And so Number one, I kind of already shared it. You know, it impacts us when we have that scarcity mindset. So scarcity mindset being number one, because when you have uh, a toxic relationship with money or, you know, even if it it be there's some trauma around money, we put that off onto our clients subconsciously. So when you show up and instead of being confident and feeling good about you know, the way that you're running your business or your prices or, you know, what you're charging or all of the things, right? We start to project our own money story on our clients. And then guess what we start to do? We discount. We start to spend Judy's money. We don't, you know, we don't talk about retail because, oh, she already spent $250. So I don't want to talk retail because she's probably not going to spend it, Right. Um, I don't want to talk to her about that gloss, even though I know she really needs it because she probably doesn't want to spend it or maybe she doesn't have it. Those are all things that a lot of times are within us and then we project onto the client. And within that scarcity mindset, the discounting happens, the people pleasing when it comes to money, the people pleasing happens. And that's part of the discounting, throwing things in for free, you know, not valuing your own time and talent. And it all starts and stems from that scarcity mindset. So I want you to ask yourself, am I living in that scarcity mindset? Am I showing up on the defensive when someone says they can't maybe afford 
a full balayage today. Maybe they're going through a rough time or they can't afford, you know, to get a, a glossing service today. Do you go into that scarcity mindset even deeper? And instead of offering options, you offer a discount. You offer to throw in things for free. Hell, you may even decide to do the full balayage at a partial balayage price, right? That all stems from that scarcity mindset. Number two, it impacts the business greatly because a lot of times when we have um, toxicity around money or we're unclear even what our relationship with money looks like, it creates limiting beliefs in self. And when you have limiting beliefs, I, I shouldn't make that money. I don't deserve to make that money. I'm not worthy to make more money. I shouldn't be making a profit. I feel guilty. I, you know, I come from a space or a family that, you know, only made X, Y, Z. So why should I make more money? You know, maybe you're the one that's excelling in your family and maybe they feel a type of way about that. That's like a whole other episode. And I live that. So I understand but when we are unsure about our relationship with money or we have uh, a relationship with money that can be rooted in fear or even toxicity, it creates limiting beliefs in how we run our business. It holds us back from reaching the goals and dreams that you desire and deserve because those limiting beliefs will always like be in the back of your mind. And especially when you come from a family, like I come from, like I said, we come from nothing, you know, we struggled growing up and that mindset, sometimes it still kicks in, to be honest, I have to check myself sometimes. And I've put a lot of work into moving past that. Um, I also have a lot of, um, you know, traumatic events that happened in my business when it came to money, being $90,000 in debt, selling my home to keep my business, having $800 left in my bank account year one. Uh, having creditors call to threaten to take my furniture when I was in that debt of $90,000, that was very traumatizing for me. Now, it was also my fault. So the first part of this is taking accountability for the decisions that you made with money and not feeling like shame around it. Like I just say this stuff and it rolls off my tongue because I feel really good where I am in life right now, but it wasn't always that way. I had a lot of shame and guilt around my money story. And it takes a lot of work to get through that. And I don't expect you to feel like you need to share all this shit with people. Like you're going to take baby steps as you're working through this. But all of those things create limiting beliefs. They hold you back from reaching your goal, whatever that goal looks like for you. It holds you back from maybe even um, breaking through that glass ceiling. Again, whatever that looks like for you. So, in part two, we're going to talk about how to navigate through a lot of this, but I want to ask you, do you have some limiting beliefs when it comes to your money story? Do you have limiting beliefs on how much money you should make? Do you feel guilty if you make more money? And that's just a, that's just a conversation that we've been having in our industry for the longest time, right? We shouldn't talk about that we're making more money, or we shouldn't talk about how much money we're making, or we shouldn't like, like we're not allowed you know, and I feel like, like I'm trying to do the most to navigate that. Now I'm only one little old person, but there are other people who are talking about it too. And I think collectively, if we stand together and make it a conversation that's safe and comfortable, then we can have more conversations around it. Right. So limiting beliefs, right. Um, 
The other thing that I want to make sure that we talk about here and how it impacts you is um, when it comes to your mindset, when it comes to the way that you think about money, when it comes to the way that you feel about money, if you feel or you think about money when it comes, when you're talking about money or having conversations around money or you're like working on balancing your, your books, is there a negative feeling? How do you feel about that? You know, the negative feelings around money can really cause a sense of fear in how we're navigating through our businesses. And if the mindset is, uh, if the mindset is constantly living in fear and we're allowing the fear to navigate how we're running our businesses, then we typically will undersell ourselves 99% of the time when it comes to pricing, right? How many of you haven't had a price increase in a year and a half, two years or more, right? When it comes to that mindset, and again, this all ties together with the limiting beliefs. It all ties together with the scarcity mindset. Um, it all ties together with even like hitting that glass ceiling. It kind of can keep us still and stuck. When we have that mindset that is driven and rooted in fear, it allows other people to fill in the gaps when it comes to money. So what I mean by that is, if you're running your business based on fear and you're feeling unsure about your prices, if you're feeling unsure about your cost of product, if you're feeling unsure about or even uneasy about your relationship with money and maybe money feels negative, then you're not going to be able to educate the client on retail confidently. You're not going to be able to upsell and talk about added value services confidently. You're not going to be able to, you know, Tell someone that, you know what, we really need to do a full balayage today because X, Y, Z, right? You're not going to be able to have those clear conversations because your mindset and the fear that is driving you is always going to suppress abundance. And so I ask you when it comes to your mindset, what does your mindset look like when it comes to money conversations? What does it look like when it comes to balancing your books. Are you avoiding your numbers? Are you avoiding looking at a profit and loss statement? Are you avoiding running your reports every single day with the fear of not having enough money? Or maybe you really have been running on E in terms of money in your business. Maybe you're not making enough money and you're avoiding it because it just pains you to look at your books and look at your bank account. I lived there for years, so I get it. So these are a lot of the reasons and, and a lot of the whys behind how this impacts your business. And when we are afraid to have conversations, when we're afraid to dive deeper into our money story, when we avoid numbers and finance, and when we avoid, you know, even looking back at our money story and how we were raised and how that contributes to it. It's, you know, understanding pricing, price per minute, price per hour, that that's great. And you know, I live for that. I live in that space. And this podcast is all about that. But if we don't handle the foundation, it just puts a bandaid on it. And so my goal is really to get you to think a little bit deeper. It's going to maybe spark conversations that make you feel uncomfortable when it comes to money. And Sometimes we need to get 
uncomfortable to grow. And we have to step outside of our comfort zone when it comes to money and money conversations and money story in order for us to like break through those barriers. And a lot of times, you know, we have, we have an option. Well, we have two. We either continue to repeat history when it comes to what we were taught and told when it comes to money, or we create our own path and our own trajectory when it comes to money. And for years, you know, this is, I talk about this in my Make That Money course, I think uh, maybe in video module two or three, but I talk about how, um, you know, my relationship with money and how it's affected me so much and how I always used to say, you know, I used to see my dad and mom struggle. And I would always say, I'm not going to be like them. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. And I would say, I'm not going to be like that. And guess what? I ended up just like them actually even worse. I don't even think they had debt like that, you know, with 90 carrying $90,000 of debt and during the recession, 2009, 2010, and then selling my home, which was my choice. And, you know, with the creditors calling, it was like a huge wake up call. And I thought to myself, if I keep doing the same thing, I'm going to repeat history. So I'm asking you, if you see that you are creating patterns when it comes to your money relationship with money, money story. If you keep doing the same thing, of course, we know you're going to get the same result. So sometimes we have to take drastic measures in order for things to change. Things don't change until we change our own patterns and behaviors and thoughts. First, it starts with the thoughts, and then it starts with changing the, the patterns and behaviors. And so if you keep saying, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to end up like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, well, you're putting out in that, in the universe and that's, what's going to come back. And that's what came back for me. And it will keep showing up for you until you handle it, until you move through it, until you, you know, attack it. And what I learned was, and maybe this will help you instead of saying, I'm not going to end up, or I'm not going to do, or I don't want switch that narrative to what it is that you want. You know, things started to change for me when I started to say, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to get out of debt. I'm going to create the life that I deserve. I'm going to change my mindset when it comes to money. I'm going to, these are the things that we have to practice. It takes repetition. It takes consistency and it takes, um, kind of like a rewiring of the brain. So I want you guys to understand that you're not alone on this journey. I know this is like real deep shit for episode one, but you know, that's how I roll. So I want you to ask yourself one last question before we um, kind of like hang our hats up for the day, right? Until you go into um, part two, which will be much more happy, right? We got to go down to go up. But the question I want to leave you with is, are you using money as a tool or are you using money as an outlet? What does it mean to use money as a tool? Using money as a tool means that you're using this as a vehicle to get you to a place of financial freedom. You're using money as a tool to get you out of debt. You're using it as a tool to save money, to pay for your college fund for your kids, to save for vacation, save for education, pay for education, pay for vacations, right? You're using it as a vehicle to save for your future. And money is, is that, and it can be used as a tool and in a positive way. 
the other side and the flip side of it, which is where I lived for many years, was I was using money as an outlet. I used money and I spent money to fill a void and to help with my pain that I was feeling internally. I avoided, you know, that's the outlet side. I, I, I avoided money conversations. I avoided profit and loss statements for a while. I avoided uh, looking at my bank account because I knew I was broke and it doesn't make it any better. I spent money that I shouldn't have because I didn't have it, but I couldn't stop myself because I was purely looking at money in a negative way. And I was purely using money as an outlet to deflect from what I was feeling. And it didn't add up for me very well. As you can tell, I ended up all in the debt and all the things. And so that's the question I want to leave you with. How do you feel about the way that you're utilizing money? And some of you may be coming from a really good space. Maybe you feel really good about your relationship with money. Maybe you feel great about um, the way that you were raised and how you were, what you were taught when it comes to money. And that's amazing too, but you still may maybe need some tweaks. Maybe you need some tweaks on your mindset or your limiting beliefs or that scarcity mindset. Um, I want you to really dig a little bit deep on this and come along with me on this journey. And, you know, I can promise you that there is light at the end of the tunnel. For you who are new to listening to my story, I did end up getting myself out of debt. It took me five years and uh, it was a lot of work and it was a lot of, uh, it, it was a lot of going through the shame part of it, which I, you know, feel good about. I also was able to grow my business after I was in the debt of 90 K I was able to turn my business around and, you know, we grew 20 to 30% year over year for about five years till I sold the business. And I went from making pretty much 0% or maybe like 1% profit. If I was lucky to making 17 to 23% profit as a commission business, that's great. Target profit is 20%. And so I tell you that just to give you hope because I was literally in like despair. It was probably the darkest time of my life. And if I can get through it, you can too. And I am here as a support system for you. There is hope when we have issues and struggle with money. And a lot of us do. You're not alone in this. So please feel free to reach out. If you have any questions, you can slide into my DMs at Nina Tulio. You know I live on Instagram. You can also check out a lot of my free money resources on my website at ninatulio.com. And if you are loving what you're hearing, I would love for you to pop on and write a little five-star review and maybe share this podcast with your friends. I really, really want to make sure that, you know, it's empowering hairstylists across the world to feel really, really good about their money story, who they are, how they operate with money, how, you know, everything that wraps around money. And I just really want you guys to live your absolute best life. So thank you so much and be sure to tune in next time.